Hey everyone, David here. Just a quick note before I begin, the original planned release schedule for this podcast was once per week. However, after some careful consideration for the type of narrative heavily produced program that I want Love Dad to be, I honestly feel like I can bring you a show that is much better written and produced by going to a bi-weekly schedule. So that is exactly what I'm going to do. You will see new episodes in your podcast feed every other Friday. With that out of the way, on with the show. Welcome to Love Dad, a podcast bringing you stories of fatherhood and how it changes us. I'm your host, David Dotson, and I have a brand new baby. Like most new parents, I'm not exactly getting a ton of sleep these days. For the first few days we were in the hospital after our baby Frida was born, my fiance Vidi and I were lucky to be getting one or two hours per night, spread out in small increments where we could get them. With all of the constant interruptions from nurses, doctors, and lactation consultants, not to mention the immense struggles we had trying to get our daughter to breastfeed early on, a few minutes of relaxation here and there were a precious commodity. And though things have improved significantly since getting into a groove at home, I'm still running on less sleep than I ever have before for an extended period of time. I wake up early to get a jump on the day, then I feed and change Frida, walk our dog Charlie, knock out any chores that need doing, grab a quick shower, and eat breakfast. Then I kiss Vidi goodbye and head out the door to work all day. I generally don't get home from work until at least 10 p.m., at which point I do the whole morning routine again, this time in reverse. Vidi and I usually end the night by eating dinner on the couch as we watch an episode of a TV show. Friday has recently been our favorites. It's Mandalorian night. We typically do not get in bed until 12 or 1. Couple this with a dirty diaper or two and at least one midnight feeding, and this means we get about three to five hours of actual restful sleep per night. And we're not alone. In 2018, a study by sleep technology company Simba found that new parents only get an average of four hours and 44 minutes of sleep per night during the first year of their child's life. The same study also reported that this heavy loss of sleep commonly results in strained relationships, losing one's train of thought mid-sentence, and even hallucinations in some cases. And while I have certainly felt the exhaustion hit me during the late-night feedings and changes, during the day, I've been shocked and amazed by something else. I am blown away by how much energy I have. Before I became a dad, an extreme lack of sleep over an extended period of time would mean that I would be living in sleepy agony, barely managing to drag myself through the day. I would be mainlining coffee and junk food, trying to squeeze every ounce of energy I could out of sources other than sleep. Needless to say, I would be unproductive, irritable, and just generally feeling pretty terrible. But right now, that is not at all what is happening. Instead, I am practically bursting with explosive energy all day long. In addition to all the items packing my daily agenda, I am somehow finding time to do other things too. Things that, while important to me, are not technically necessary for my family and me to survive. In previous times of hellish sleep loss, things like calling family and friends to chat, listing items on eBay, even working on this podcast, they would just get put on hold. If it wasn't necessary in order to pay the bills and eat, it wasn't happening. But this time is different. This time there's this prolonged, unnatural boost in energy and focus that I've never before experienced. In some ways, it feels similar to adrenaline, only it isn't fleeting, and it doesn't seem to increase my heart rate or make me jittery 
or have any other adverse effects that I can recognize. It is almost like having a constant IV of magical get-stuff-done potion hooked directly into my veins. It's like a superpower, and I'm calling it BDE. That's right, Big Dad Energy. I have had with my newly reduced need for sleep, coupled with my new superhuman energy level, got me thinking, what other dad superpowers are out there? This week's episode, presented in two acts, is about what happens to ordinary men just like you and me when we get bitten by the radioactive spider that is having a baby and come out the other side with abilities that just seem, well, amazing. Stick around and listen. Act 1. Drop it like a tot. The world of comic book superheroes is so vast and varied it would make your head spin. Even if you just look at the colossal industry titans like Marvel and DC, these publishers produce such a huge array of heroes with unique backstories and powers. There are the big primary powers that many heroes share, things like flight, super strength, pain resistance, and inhuman speed. Then you have the more unique powers, like swinging from skyscrapers via spiderwebs, or telepathic communication with sea creatures. If you really want to get weird, you can even look to an intergalactic anthropomorphic tree and raccoon duo for your superhero kicks. And let's not forget the one whose only power is being a billionaire orphan with a vengeance. But there is one ability that almost all of these demigods share. Though not technically a superpower in itself, it seems to be a daily heroic occurrence for them and that is the power to swoop in at the last second to save one of us mere mortals from death, usually by falling, but sometimes by other means, being strapped to a giant table saw, being strapped to train tracks, being strapped to a bomb. Straps are often involved. What you may not know is that dads, well, we have this ability too. Sure, maybe it doesn't come along with flight or web slinging attached, But dads have long been known to have a sort of spider sense that tells them the moment their kid is in imminent danger. And it comes coupled with the extraordinary speed required to swoop in and save them from harm, usually a head injury that would result from a fall. This superhuman phenomenon is called dad reflexes. Seriously, Google it. There is an entire subreddit with over 650,000 subscribers entirely devoted to videos of little kids going about their daily little kid business, suddenly facing imminent, sometimes extreme physical danger, and being gracefully pulled to safety by dad at lightning speed. There are countless videos of kids falling off of couches and playground equipment. One video even shows a little girl, roughly 8 years old, on the back of a horse with her dad. The horse suddenly goes nuts and bucks them both off, flinging them into the air. Doom seems certain, but Dad saves the day by grabbing his daughter in one arm and swinging from a nearby tree branch with the other, gently placing her down on the ground, unharmed. And according to parenting website Fatherly, Dad reflexes are not just an internet phenomenon, they're a real thing. 
In a 2018 article, Father Lee interviewed a surgeon who explained that dad reflexes are just a variation of the innate fight or flight reflex that all mammals share, the reflex that enables them to help rescue their young from predators. And since we don't have many snarling saber-toothed tigers in our modern urbanized world, these reflexes are better put to use saving our kids from the things that do pose a threat, falling and hitting their heads. And while all people seem to have some version of the same fight or flight response, the brain activation that triggers it is intensified through imprinting, the unique sensory details the brain associates with one's own child, like smell or touch. So while we may have great reflexes anyway, dad reflexes are truly a unique situational superpower that only works when the damsels in distress are our own offspring. But in all seriousness, don't rely just on your dad reflexes. Yes, it is incredible that we have this neat ability to protect our kids, but accidents still happen all the time. Please don't plan on dad reflexes saving your kid from a bumped head. The best way to not have to rely on dad reflexes is to keep them out of dangerous situations to begin with. Act 2. The Catalytic Converters in the Cradle Growing up, I was under the impression that my dad was a master car mechanic. This was in the late 80s, early 90s, so we had an old gray Chevy Cavalier station wagon with black vinyl seats, the kind that your legs would sear to in the boiling Texas summer, like steaks on a hot grill. Many times over those years of early childhood, I can remember my dad lying on his back in the driveway, his legs sticking out from under the front end of the station wagon while he tinkered with a wrench, sliding back out into the daylight from time to time his hands covered in grease. It was always something different. Over the years, I witnessed him performing maintenance tasks like changing the oil, bleeding the brakes, and replacing spark plugs, as well as more complex repair tasks. As a bookish kid who knew absolutely nothing about cars, I remember always being blown away by my dad's ability to maintain ours. As I grew into a preteen, I discovered it was not just cars my dad could fix. He seemed to be able to take just about anything that wasn't working properly and make it work again. Over the years, I watched him repair my bike, his computer, the washing machine, and other appliances. And this doesn't even touch on the countless home repair tasks I watch him complete. Everything from HVAC to plumbing issues to remodeling our bathroom. To 11-year-old me, my dad's ability to fix anything seemed like a legitimate superpower. My amazement only grew as I got older. My senior year of high school, I was driving my first car, a gray 95 Chevy Corsica, to school one morning, when all of a sudden, things in my car started shutting down. First, the AC stopped blowing cold, then the power steering cut off. It was like my car was experiencing serial organ failure. After a bit of a struggle, I managed to pull the car off the road into a parking lot. I popped the hood and stared at the engine compartment knowing full well that my extensive knowledge of Nintendo 64 games and Blink-182 guitar tabs would provide me no help in figuring out what went wrong. So I called the only person I knew who could, my dad. He told me to go to class, and that he would leave work early that day and come take a look. When he arrived, he almost immediately diagnosed the problem as a loose, worn-out water pump. The water pump was one of several important components that were all ran using the same belt. 
Since the part of the water pump to which the belt was attached was loose, the belt slipped off, causing everything connected to it to shut down, which is why it seemed like my car was experiencing massive organ failure. We went to AutoZone for a new water pump, and my dad had my car running great within a couple of hours. At 17 years old, this was the first time I truly got to experience his superpower firsthand. I was the damsel in distress, and he had effortlessly rescued me. Or at least that's how it felt. Throughout my late teens and early 20s, my dad helped me diagnose and repair a number of car issues. We completed brake jobs, changed spark plugs in a coil pack, and even disassembled the entire front console and dash of my Pontiac Sunfire so that we could replace the transmission cable. And over the years, I began to notice something. With each car repair project we completed, my dad put me more and more in the driver's seat. With the first brake job we did together, he did all the work while I passed him tools and handed him the flashlight. A few iterations later, I was bleeding the lines, replacing the pads, and reassembling everything myself while he just stood by to make sure I didn't accidentally destroy anything. For a decidedly non-car guy, it felt pretty damn good to be able to rely on myself like this. I realized that it took me until my mid-twenties to be able to do these basic maintenance tasks, but I felt proud and capable. At some point in my late twenties, I remember talking with my dad one day about the car repairs we completed together over the years and how I always admired how skilled he was. Then he shared something with me that forever changed my perspective. He was not a natural mechanic. Being a young blue collar couple at the time, he and my mom didn't have much money when my sister and I were little. He learned how to do his own repairs because taking it to his shop was really expensive and they were trying to be frugal however they could. My dad taught himself how to fix the family car out of pure necessity. And it wasn't just cars. My dad made a habit of teaching himself how to fix all kinds of things so that he would never have to hire a contractor to hang some drywall or take the computer to a repair shop to install a new hard drive when his failed. And this new information changed how I viewed my dad and it revealed to me what his true superpower was. It wasn't that he had the ability to fix anything. His true superpower was the sheer force of will, confidence, and determination to teach himself anything. And it served him well by allowing him to be frugal and to build the best life that he could for my sister and me. Once I knew this, I began to see that he had been working to instill the same sense of self-reliance in me. Throughout all the car repairs in which he'd slowly transitioned to letting me handle the tools and do the work while he watched and guided me, he had been fostering in me the confidence and resourcefulness to teach myself new things that I might be able to one day provide better for myself and my own kids. And now that I'm a dad myself, I'm doing just that. I'm learning new things every day, challenging myself to take on fresh and scary challenges so that I can make a better life for my family. I may never be as good at car repairs as my dad or as handy around the house, but I did receive his greatest gift, his superpower. And by nurturing that confidence to be able to teach myself anything, I hope to be my own kid's superhero. Hey, sweetheart, it's Dad. As of this recording, you are now 12 days old. My mind is still blown each morning when I wake up and add one to that number. 
Even as your mom and I spend most of our waking hours feeding you, changing your diapers, keeping you clean, and just generally tending to your every need, we still cannot actually believe you are here. You are this wonderful little miracle that we somehow came together and made. And while you now take up an overwhelmingly huge portion of our thoughts, time, and attention, we are still amazed that you are here. A living, breathing expression of our love for each other. And we now have that same love for you. If you had known Dad before, you'd be pretty amazed at him right now. Since you were born, I feel like a superhero. Like I have the energy and ability to do things that I never could have done before, even without getting very much sleep right now. Taking care of you and Mom is a big job, and I'm doing it on top of working hard to pay the bills and making this podcast, too. I'll be honest, it is a lot to have on my plate. But somehow, I'm managing to get it all done, and I actually feel pretty great, too. I don't know how long this crazy, sleepless energy is going to last, I suspect this superpower may be temporary, that dads probably only get it until their kids start sleeping through the night and no longer need constant around-the-clock attention. But even when my superhuman energy is gone, I will do everything in my power so that you don't notice. My promise to you is that I will take care of my body and get enough rest so that I will always be the happy, healthy, energetic dad that you deserve. I also promise to do everything I can to protect you and to provide for you but also to teach you how to protect and provide for yourself and for those you love. While you deserve a dad who will always come to your rescue, you also deserve one who will teach you to be capable and self-reliant so that you don't need rescuing too often. I love you, sweetheart. Your mom and I are working so hard around the clock to take care of you while you are so young, fragile, and vulnerable. Just know that even after you've grown into the strong, confident, independent young woman I know you will be, Super Dad will always be there to catch you when you fall. Love, Dad. Love, Dad is written and produced by me, David Dotson, here in Dallas, Texas. New episodes of the show drop every other Friday can subscribe to the Apple or Google Podcasts apps, as well as through Podbean. Special thanks this week goes to my dad, Neil Dotson, for instilling in me the confidence to teach myself how to do anything. I'm currently teaching myself how to make this podcast. Dad, I'll let you know how it goes. If your company or organization is interested in sponsoring Love Dad, you can send me an email at david at lovedadshow.com. We are very interested in talking with you. If you love the show so far and want to support future episodes with a contribution, you can do so at lovedadshow.com slash donate. Thank you so much for joining me again this week. I'll see you next time.